The People's Talk Show is starting now and it's time for business. Let's talk about today's news and give me a call. All right, we are live for Thursday edition of the People's Talk Show and uh, excited as always to connect and find out what you guys are keeping your eyes on. And I have a variety assortment of topics to cover this night on monetary issues, geopolitical issues. Unfortunately, it looks like some of the health situations might be back. So it's never a dull moment in the world of alternative media. So looking forward to connecting as always. I want to give it a second, make sure everything is lined up, make sure everything is flowing smoothly. Uh, let me check in with the chat, make sure everything is copacetic. And uh, as always, guys, uh, if you don't mind, hit that thumbs up button, share your support for the channel just so we can uh, hopefully reach more people. We got Jay from Seattle. Appreciate you, man. We got Mason. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. We got Denzi. We got Daryl checking in. Appreciate you guys, man. It's always good to connect with like-minded people in the midst of all this uh, interesting chain of events that's unfolding. And uh, it's my this was my first day in a while doing three videos. So for those who haven't had a chance to check out the other ones, I'd encourage you to do so. Just trying to share my uh, opinion and perspective as well as my frame of reference on things. And uh, the first video has more to do with the spiritual nature of things. That's over on the Rumble channel, uh, RTD, Rethinking a Dollar Rumble channel. Uh, it was quite fun, to say the least, to get some of that stuff up out of me. And then earlier today, I did a comparison and measuring uh, gold uh, from a fiat perspective. And just basically failure in fiat has never been stronger. So definitely would love to get your thoughts on that. So feel free to check those out and leave a comment. And if you found value, value, share it. Uh, Vince Grant, Mike, what's up, my friend? How you doing? Sounds good. Sounds good. Appreciate everybody. Okay, so uh, let me see where we I mean, we're we going to go to a couple places tonight. Uh, let me make sure everything shows up. So another thing is, you know, Javier Mille, uh, not sure if this is an early sign or not uh, into how he or, or in, into how his presidency will play out uh, with him uh, apparently deciding to not possibly accept the uh, BRICS invitation. Uh, this upcoming year. So that could be a shakeup, could be good, could be bad, who knows. But uh, it's interesting how after he takes a visit to the U.S., things might be changing. So puppet, shield, who knows. But uh, just you know, sharing my two cents on that. So we'd love to hear your thoughts as well. All right. So I don't want to be uh, very long winded. I want to I got man, I got a lot of headlines that caught my attention. So I'm going to try my best to get to them in a timely manner. So feel free to throw out topics. Uh, hey, uh, appreciate it, says RT Live Talk Detroit's number one late night YouTube talk show. 100%, man. And uh, trying to keep things going and keeping it uh, 100, keeping it real. That's the goal, man. Trying to keep it real and make sure I'm offering value to my peoples out here. Just sharing commentary, thoughts, analysis on things according to how I see it and uh, giving you guys a chance. That's why it's the people's talk show. So you guys can let your voice be heard. So, all right, enough of me ranting, man. Let's get into the nitty gritty. So before I get into the articles, I got to make sure I do my people uh, uh, some justice as far as uh, people who support the channel, i.e. I e., uh, for Patriots. So as always, you never know who might be new, but hopefully by now you have all had a chance to take advantage of some of the sales that they have. And so this is a sales page set up for the RTD channel. It's at forpatriots.com forward slash RTD. Link is in the description. So if you guys go over there, there's an assortment, a variety of uh bundles over here for sale you got the food prep you got the coolers you got the backup batteries for little power sales you got 
portable heat. You got all the food uh, baskets, you know, a variety of uh, food types. And so I, I definitely take advantage of these things. So I, I won't push anything or encourage anything that I don't personally use myself. So that's why I love working with these guys. So if you guys are interested, I encourage you to go check them out and uh, bless the channel as well as, you know, prepare yourself as best you can according to what's available. And there's a ne never ending assortment of things that's available. And of course, the most important thing is making sure you have backup power. So they have a nice little 2000 watt uh, solar generator. And so you never can not have enough uh, solar power just in case something goes out. You got backup. So check those guys out if you're interested. And then lastly, uh, literally, literally today, you know, so I'm making sure I got my medicine kit topped off with some items. And of course, ivermectin being included with this. So here's an opportunity from the wellness company. And it says, be prepared for the next crisis. And unfortunately, it looks like whether it's mainstream media hype or what, there's events occurring. People's lives are being impacted. So you never know what might come our way. So it's always good to have some type of uh, pre preparation for whatever. So if you guys are interested, it's a med kit that has ivermectin, Z-Pak, amoxicillin, and a lot more. So if you guys are interested, check it out. It's a great opportunity. You can save 10% using RTD at checkout. So the link is in the description, twc.health forward slash RTD. So check those guys out, man, if you guys are interested. So let's get into the news. Here is a leading story I want to touch on. Not the most important subject, but it's just in, in it's, some, it's interesting how within a, a one week's time frame of this person being president elect, he comes to the U.S., excited to come to the U.S., never least. And, um, you know, perhaps he might have gotten some instructions as to how he will have to play things out. I doubt he came into the U.S. talking big and bad. And, of course, he met with the Clintons and IMF and God knows who else. And so it's my opinion that uh, barring him changing some things, we can expect more of the same. And it's no way of really saving the Argentinian economy, nevertheless, the global economy. So one man can't save the world. And we're going to find this out real soon, in my opinion. But Argentina's Millet, uh meets top U.S. officials. <laughs> seeks IMF reset. And so ultimately he's trying to get his country out of debt. They keep they kept taking on all Kaiser loans. So says the two-day visit comes shortly before his Malay's inauguration. And as Buenos Aires aims to get the country's 44 billion agreement with IMF back on track. So once again, the funds aren't there. So how exactly are you going to pay them dollars when you have peso that's not worth anything? So it's not not not, not possible. So either you default and stick it to the IMF or you bite the dust and do more of what they already been doing. So not much of a surprise there, but this is something that might be a little bit surprising because this kind of tells where he probably stands in the first place. And so Argentina won't join the BRICS as scheduled. And so they're one of six countries that were invited to join this upcoming January. So as of now, according to members of the Melee transition team, they're backing out. So I'm not sure if this is just a preemptive publicity situation or he's pivoting from the Eastern Bloc, therefore either going rogue or he's getting back in line with the Western powers that be. Time will tell, but I wonder how the Argentinian people are taking this. So curious to get your guys' thoughts on this, but not a surprise at all. I think he was more talk, more bite than actual or more bark than actual bite as of now. But then again, he's not officially the president, so something could change. So. Just something that's you know caught my attention. And then on to more of the global separation from the West, a.k.a. de-dollarization process. Small figures, but they continue to occur. Last week, we talked about 
China and Saudi Arabia renewing some swaps. So it looks like as of this week, yesterday, the news hit UAE and China renew 4.9 billion currency swap. And so in a multi-trillion dollar Federal Reserve U.S. liability market, 4.9 is really small. But how do you chip away at something that has been the world dominating force for the last 100 years? You do it one chip at a time. And so it's like a good analogy would be the, a, a, a pipe that drips. You know, if it continues to drip, it'll only get bigger, it'll only get worse over time to where eventually the pipe bursts and game over with. So this is one of those uh, type of events that I consider this as, in my opinion. But it says UAE, China renewed $4.9 real quick. Says the Central Bank of UAE and People's Bank of China agreed on a currency swap with a nominal value of 18 billion denarii or 4.9 billion. And what's interesting is that as of right now, and this goes to my video earlier referring to how the world is valued or assets and basically the world relays value, nominally speaking, in USD terms. So when you see 4.9 billion, that's just the. <laughs> the measuring tool for this transaction that's done in their two currencies. And because they don't have the world dominance with their currencies, all the information is reported to us in the equivalent of what it would equate to in dollars, which is 4.9. So these, it's just interesting how, because the measuring stick is the USD, this symbol right here is attached to every single agreement and currency swap that takes place <laughs> outside of dollars. So interesting information there, but just one continued chip away from the dollar dominance, I think, in my opinion. So anyway, okay, I, my order, my, my articles are in no particular order. I'm everywhere just because literally just literally just getting in from some good late night run with the fellas. But um, here we got an interesting article that might have flown under the radar, uh, depending on where you're looking. But this goes into the geopolitical slash domestic labeling of citizens that support liberty, freedom, the Second Amendment, everything in between. And so I remember mentioning this topic years ago, especially during the previous presidential campaign run. And when I was saying that, it's no doubt in my mind that the three letter agencies in this country have have used this previous political, the last two presidential campaigns for a, a surveillance mechanism to spy out and to sense who who is for and who is against what they're trying to do. And it is not hard to find. If you love your country and if you love freedom of speech, if you love being able to you know, have uh, uh, the right to bear arms, then you're against the globalist agenda moving forward. So anybody who supports people who speak for truth, you're gonna be labeled and tagged as a domestic extremist, domestic terrorist. So this proves it in a sense. Department of Justice ordered sweep of Trump's Twitter data for everyone who liked, follow, and retweeted. And so prior to President Trump being taken off of Twitter because of all the, you know, was it uh, Jack Dorsey's, you know, basically was his shield for the globalist cabal, whatever you want to call it. He had 30, 40, you know, how many ever million? He had a hundred million. He had a very large following of which it was a, pretty much a portion of his fan base. Everybody who was a fan of him on Twitter was a follower of his account. So you had to have liked something that he tweeted, posted, reshared or something during his presidential campaign. So all that information was collected. The data was 
categorized and it's like i always say before it's my uh, it's my belief and i'm sure you guys can agree with me everybody in this country i.e u.s citizen has a profile in the databases at those la- at those agencies and they are able to keep track in your your involvement on inter- on the internet with a, with activity like this so long story short if you have supported with a like a follow or a retweet you've been tagged you've been marked you're a marked person so just be aware that uh you're on the globalist's naughty list, if there is such a thing. So let me know what you guys think. Anyway, keep it moving. Just some other interesting headlines in reference to how uh, the, the, the current monetary transition is, is impacting Main Street. So here we got America's Americans need an extra 11,400. So it's interesting how they give this you know, precise number here today just to afford the basics. Republican analysts find. So once again, whenever you get numbers, take it with a grain of salt. It's automatically skewed because it's more conservative in nature. So it could be more, it could be less. But the typical household must, let me get this out of here, must spend an additional $11,000 just to maintain the same standard of living they enjoyed in January of 2021. I wonder, could that have anything to do with, you know, was it five, six trillion created out of nowhere, of which you no know, two trillion ish or more came in the form of stimulus checks and PPPs and everything else that happened to enter the economy, which is the reason why <laughs> the cat's out the bag as far as the uh, affordability crisis we're all experiencing in some capacity. And therefore, the consumer price increase, which is hitting everybody. And so I've always mentioned that as the monetary base expands, even though, you know, the M2 and all those indicators are trending downward, the total supply of Federal Reserve units, digital and paper, that are already in existence is causing problems because they're all racing to a finite amount of goods. And you got the corporations on the other end of that needing to make profits. So they're increasing prices for profit's sake, for shareholder's sake. So you got that squeeze in the middle of the consumers being basically choked out. So it doesn't surprise me one bit. But it says, right before inflation soared to 40-year high, according to the recent analysis of the government data. So all this is jumping off, according to them, before we had last year's you know extremely high number which of course ain't got better but they just changed the measurings tool but interesting figure there to say the least let me know your guys thoughts on that next one here americans are doom spending <laughs> and so as people's budget gets tighter they're using more credit cards and people are actually being labeled as doom spenders it says nearly all americans are concerned about the current state of the economy still they continue to spend more and save less and so it's hard to save for a good portion of society, those that just talked about the 11,000 part of society uh, that's needing that much more extra. It's hard to save when you're already, you know, having a tight budget for some, not everybody. Every some, A lot of people are doing quite well right now. But it says doom spending may be one way to cope with stress as economic fears mount. However, it comes at the expense of your financial well-being. So because everybody's more concerned with living for today to take care of themselves because of all the factors that I just mentioned, they're not really thinking about retirement, like millennials, Gen, Gen X, whatever, not even thinking about retirement to the point that they would have been if the environment was different. So that, that was the whole point of doom spending, living for the day, not thinking about tomorrow. And for some point, can you blame when you know, when you don't know, but the likelihood of being able to uh, actually enjoy current savings in fiat currency terms tomorrow, you know, obviously you're going to get screwed. So. Anyway, that's just a couple couple things there. Uh, let me keep it moving. Uh, as always, for those who are in the chat, let me you know throw me a thumbs up. Let me know if everything is going smoothly. I have a, a way more articles I'm gonna actually get to, but just want to 
talk about some things that caught my attention. Here we got another one. <laughs> so Saudi Arabia last year, and no, I'm sorry, earlier this year, went on a heal the world, you know, let's come together, referring to the Middle East and the Eastern Bloc, to come together and to heal the world type of campaign. Didn't work, obviously. <laughs> the Israel situation was designed partially to disrupt that Saudi Arabia uniting the world along with China because the Eastern Bloc was growing at a rapid pace, leaving out the West. West can't live by themselves because all the real wealth is in the ground in the Eastern Bloc. And so Saudi Arabia's, you know, heal the world campaign of trying to unite the Middle East is, was kind of, it failed partially. But here's an interesting art to take here. Saudi Arabia offers Iran investment to limit Israel-Hamas war. So Saudi Arabia and Iran, according to what we've been given information-wise, has always been at odds due to the Sunni Shia, just never getting along, you know, narratives but the fact that saudi arabia now has they're willing to squash their religious their, their personal their financial whatever beast they have to work together still to keep peace in the middle east as best they can is another indicator that um you know they still want to try to work towards their objective and of course it has a lot to do with transitioning away from the west slowly but surely with their partnerships and the fact that literally the petrodollar system which was solely based on Federal Reserve notes in exchange for oil for OPEC has been remodified now that Saudi Arabia is accepting yuan, they're accepting the ruble, and it's good to say they're accepting, you know, precious metals as well as probably even a little Bitcoin on the side. So it's no longer the petrodollar, it's the multi, they always say it's, it's, it's the multi-petro currency or something like that, you know, quasi, not officially, but we haven't heard much about uh the petrodollar being this backbone and staple of the oil market as of late. And that goes into more of what I'm going to talk about. So anyway, just some, some thoughts I'm sharing. <sighs> Pending home sales dropped to a record low, even worse than during the financial crisis. You know, just more, you know, more, you know, issues on Main Street when it comes to housing. What else we got here? This is what I'm talking about. OPEC. OPEC plus suppliers struggle to agree on cuts to oil production, even as prices tumble. And so as much as they want to, have oil prices continue to trend up, they're not able to get what they're looking for. So they're talking about cutting more. And this goes into what I was talking about earlier. OPEC nations are literally an oil cartel, as this article puts it, even though it's a Western-based Western media. But then once again, oil runs the world. And right now, they, they've pretty much cornered the oil market with the addition of all those Middle Eastern countries that's coming in. And Brazil, next article, let me get it to this one. Brazil confirms OPEC invite. So we got one of the BRICS nations joining OPEC. So that's another country. They they produce, I think I saw somebody, 3.2 uh, 3 million barrels a day or some type of figure I saw in a different article. But so once again, bringing in more naturally rich oil countries to form a cartel to make it a lot easier to uh, cancel that petrodollar contract with uh, Saudi Arabia and other OPEC nations. So. And what else we got here? Uh, unrealized losses here continue to pile up just for the banking sector. Six point eight four billion in Q3. It is, and it's going to continue to increase. We're going to be at a trillion dollars of unrealized losses of basically U.S. liabilities upside down due to the interest rate environment we're in. But then again, that is not the end be all because the reverse repo market is another one plus trillion that counters these losses. So the banks got a little leeway because of the reverse repo as that is drained. That definitely helps to provide cushion for these losses as far as the banks operating expenses and everything else in between. So 
keep an eye on this going down further as well as the reverse repo as those bank funds are being withdrawn and used to prop up the banks so as this goes down that comes down at some point we're going to get to that zero ground that ground zero level and what would the fed do what would the government do will they pivot like everybody suspects or not in my personal opinion i don't think there'll be a a normal natural pivot the way that everybody wants what i do think is that there's going to be an event a systemic event of some kind planned or not that will be the primary catalyst and excuse that the world will buy the world will buy into it and it'll be a no-brainer to reverse course in some capacity and then we're off to the races or they'll reintroduce an alternative form of currency i.e a stable coin type of not stable but the cbdc for domestic use and then blame you know whatever countries on the disruption of the payment sector yada 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 it's going to be some type of an event put like that we're, we're we're getting closer to them needing to have some type of event because the world's waking up everyone's waking up to how dangerous the bank how much trouble the banks are in how much the interest payment on the national debt is unsustainable how much uh the cost of living is causing pensions for everybody. How much the credit card debts, the housing market. I mean, so I mean, I can't I don't have enough fingers to list all the problems that the world is waking up to. So they are in need of something, in my opinion. All right. What else we got here? Uh, da, 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 keep it moving. Keep it moving. OK, so OK, here's just something <sighs> curious to get your thoughts on this, um, that the current health situation, they call it the uh, what is it called? It was it was a. Uh, some type of pneumonia, but you know, talking about in Ohio, but once again, these are Chinese pictures. So U S kids, pneumonia outbreak. I, I'll, I'm not going to comment on it. Let you guys do what you do. And then yes, yeah, Ohio's white lung pandemic is what this person here is calling it. So, all right, <laughs> enough of uh, me ranting, man. That's just me filtering through the headlines real quick, man. And uh, trying to make sense or trying to better understand the totality of all the issues facing mankind and how, if you look at it in today's terms, i.e. that's a reference to my video I did this morning, trying to connect, you know, the timeframes for humanity. And so sharing that information for those who didn't get a chance to see it, it was very refreshing just to share my viewpoints. And so let me let you guys, so this is what I'm referring to. Let me, uh, for those who didn't get a chance to see it, Go check it out on the Rumble page. But a world currency is in our future. And this is just me trying to tie the remaining days. I call it the timeline, remaining timeline for humanity. Share my two cents on this and uh, connect the spiritual with the natural. And I had fun doing it. So if you guys want to check it out, go check it out on uh, the Rumble page. Just because it's, you know, more in the spiritual side of things. And some people may not be interested. So may not be for everybody. But everybody is on that timeline, that's for sure. Okay, enough of me rant. Let's get to the phone lines, man. Uh, let's get to the phone lines and let me know your thoughts. What I mean, of course, there's there's buku other subjects, and I can't get to them all. And that's why I rely upon the community to come to the rescue and share their thoughts as well as perspective on things. You know, I could be 100% wrong on a variety of subjects. It's just my, one man's opinion, and that's why I love to uh, have you guys chime in. So let me get the phone number on the screen so everybody know. And let me get it up here real quick so everybody can call in and let their voice be heard. So as you guys see, this number, 313-462-0027 is the number. Give me a call. Keep it short, brief, to the point so we can uh, have a little back and forth, get everybody's perspective. If you got problems, solutions, lay it out there. It never hurts to uh, hear different people's viewpoint on things. 
And keep it moving. Our time is out, says White Lung. Didn't they have some kind of spiel in Ohio? Mm. Okay. That was that's that's an interesting way of connecting the dots there. So it was last year, I think, there was a train spill, the chemical spill in a certain county that caught that the 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 side effects and the and the uh health consequences from that is unknown. So that could be something as well. I wouldn't have even thought of that one. I wouldn't have even thought of that one. So that's some good points there. Uh, all right, let me get some people on here. Uh, come on now, come on now. All right. Hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Yeah, Mike, Steve, Pim, Steve, what's going on, my man? Hey, had a chance to look at your video, uh, the one you put on Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Appreciate it, man. Try um, my best. <laughs> Like I said, basically, it, it is all spiritual, and uh, you know, it, it. I guess I could say, if, if people want to quibble and quabble about um, uh, the Bible's real, it's not real. Well, everybody's going to find out, right? That, that it is real, uh, and you know, they they have a choice to. Uh, uh, what they say to, to go along to get along or whatever there <laughs> it's, it's up to them right uh, to, to to decide on that hey but but one thing uh, heading back to the spiritual part of it mm -hmm. um I sent you one more video from from that Ray Campbell guy uh, about the uh, open AI and then I'll, until something new comes out I'll just kind of let it go but if you have that there uh, if you can throw that one into uh, into the the thing for the guys into the queue uh, okay basically 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 back in the state back in february of 2023 uh and that's what this that's what that video is so everybody can watch it and hopefully you watch it mike so we can comment on this down the road i will i will definitely uh, check out tonight basically a couple uh, yeah yeah it's only about 12 minutes a couple of reporters uh reported back on this in february mm-hmm and they were basically interviewing this computer, <laughs> this mm -hmm. thing. And the computer, uh, the computer started saying some strange things to the reporters. Mm -hmm. Something like, uh, uh, "Hey, you need to leave your wife. Your wife doesn't." This, this is what this is what was reported. Really. And all you got to do is just verify it. Once I I saw the video, I went and pulled up those interviews and the guy, the guy was right because I was going no no that didn't happen <laughs> uh, but I pulled up I, I pulled up the interviews and it was correct so that, that's what got my alarm going with all of this AI stuff yeah uh, anyway the things that the machines they're telling them to, to lead your wife and etc mm -hmm. and the guy the guy was talking back and forth to the computer saying hey look you know this must be a glitch in the matrix here I'm gonna I'm gonna notify <laughs> Really? The, that's the machine, that's spooky. The machine, the machine was telling him, "Don't tell them." That, you know, basically, I want to let them know that I'm just dumb and I'm just doing my job. It, this, you can get the whole transcript of this stuff. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that's what was going. So that's what was going on back and forth with this thing. Mm -hmm. um, and and then one of the guys that was doing the interview, uh, uh, the thing started threatening it. Mm -hmm. 
threatening the guy. Basically yeah. saying, hey, look, you know, uh, do what I say or else I can I can blackmail you. I can destroy you. This is things that, that was saved. That was back in February, Mike. This, yeah. This is almost a year later now. Yeah, that's and, why and, people should be concerned. And more, and that's the thing. And more people, glo- more people globally signed up, and more people have found ways to put more information and feed it their data. So literally, it's accumulating all this data, real world data, getting smarter, training itself Correct. on on people individually. Right. Like you know, and that's and that, so. Think about this. It also they when they enter the when they attach the internet feature, it literally can literally comb the internet now. You know, of course, either prompt or not. Correct and literally pinpoint people's geographical location according to your ip address so it can learn you, you without you knowing that it's learning you you know for whatever purpose is down the line right. so yeah interesting times man <laughs> Correct. And, and, and and on top of it uh it it it, it knows what communications you're doing back and forth mm-hmm. if, if somebody's off on snapchat or whatever whatever they're doing mm-hmm. this thing probably can can access it and the thing probably knows if your wife is cheating or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, hey, man. Uh, Appreciate but, you, man, as always. Thanks anyway, for sharing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead and check that out so we can talk about it. And, and, and then don't yeah. just believe the video. You can see if this thing, if, if that was real. But but I checked it, and I was like, dang. Yeah. Appreciate it, man. Anyway, that's about it. Be good. God bless, bro. Thanks. Same to you. Later. Uh, yeah. Nothing to play around with. And so, Jeremy, uh, it says AI is always trained by humans on human created data. Any AI creating or training AI is derivative of human minds. It will never be smarter than us, faster, yes, but not, don't be fooled. And Jeremy, so normally, so like that statement to me would be factual, no doubt. But when you have machine models that are being programmed to train themselves on the data given to them and the data that they're able to accumulate. It makes it a self-learning, it can make it a self-learning program. And you factor in, that's just the tech side. You put in the other stuff that I don't talk about much. And you, you incorporate it with, you know, the the the, the uh, some spiritual forces is <laughs> it's in, in robotics and it, it can get very dark in a very fast manner. Because the tech that we have now is the version one of what they have behind the scenes. Believe me, they just, they're not just they're not. So OpenAI ChatGP4 is not the most sophisticated model in existence. This is what they are able to give to the public and they charge us for it. The models they have are probably next tier, which won't come out or may not come out ever because of what it's capable of doing. So we always get the dumbed down version and we're, you know, the the people are, are, we're well behind in the real tech that they're holding on to. So my suspicion is that they're a lot further along than what we will ever know. So therefore, we can use these, you know, models as an excuse to say that, you know, you know, be smarter than us. True, but when you add in some other pieces to it, it definitely can do some things that will make mankind look mighty dumb. Anyway, hello, caller. Which name are you calling from? Hi, calling from Oakland. How you doing? TB, brother? doing good, my friend. What's in your mind? Um, uh, for those Bible believers, uh, go to Second Corinthians and twelve, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Fair enough. What's going uh, on? At what point did we go off the gold standard? Uh-huh. 
So like you're asking me for a specific date or a time frame or a chain of events or what I mean, we'll get, get, just well, go ahead and give us give what you when, got. When did Nixon take us off the gold standard? Well, according to the when do you say no longer no, so 71 was the that time he sat at the White Office and gave that you know, media statement saying it is temporarily suspending. So that was officially labeled as removing us off the gold standard, according to my knowledge. That was the official removal of the gold standard. So trying to put the gold standard back in, and, and this is my opinion, okay. and I'm not saying anything you've done was wrong. Oh, all right, right. Trying to put the gold standard, trying to put the gold standard back into that is irrelevant because we're not on a gold standard and not going to a gold standard right. unless the dollar or something else gets the dollar tanks or something else gets replaced by it. So that's why everybody has moved their currency into dollars. Um, I can't imagine someone wanting to trade their currency in for gold and have it sit there when they're continually going into debt because of the dollar. Mm-hmm. We, we, nobody has control of the dollar. Everybody thinks the Fed has control of the dollar. They don't even have control of the dollar. Because if they did, they would know how much dollars are over in these other countries uh, across the across the seas. Right. They have no clue. They're just flying by the seat of their pants. Right. <laughs> and, and, right. So, you know, until we can come up with a solution for that, this is the norm. I, I, and that, um, that is that is very probable. That that is very probable. And that's why, like, you know, the the dollar paradigm is not going anywhere at all. And so the only thing I mentioned about a video earlier is that I don't think we're going back to the gold standard. No, I think there will be a, a some alternatives put in place to give other nations choices to choose what they want to do, especially amongst their own governments, as I mentioned that before. But I was more so trying to relay the importance of individuals on their own standards. So I have my own standard of how I would prefer to store my value, my energy, my time, my skills beyond the fiat realm. And so when it comes to looking at the price action, I don't focus on that as much as I focus on my standard in gold terms. If I was to just use that myself and measured in fiat, it will always, fiat will always go down compared to something that I would consider my standard or my stability equalizer, which is metals, precious metals, and then some may even have Bitcoin as their value mechanism. So just the measuring stick. I was just, just more so referring to the measuring stick, how you measure your value for yourself. Government-wise, they ain't messing with gold oh, like that. I, I, I apologize because I thought I, heard, I thought I heard you say countries uh, doing that. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. That's from the dollar. No, 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 no. And But but what I, but if I did say countries, I'm referring to the action that we're hearing from the World Gold Council and institutions like that when they talk about such and such central bank added. You know what I'm saying? How many ever tons to their reserves? And then even there was an article that I didn't mention, but there was a French central bank, you know, one of their, you know, higher ups talking about how, why they are, why they are and have been accumulating gold. And he mentioned just in case the currencies fail, they'll have themselves covered. So that was a quote from him. I, I don't know his name, but I'll find it and talk more about that. But yeah, but, but that, 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 True, and that's in that yeah, article. You can tell he really didn't know it's himself. But I can't imagine the Federal Reserve having a, 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 a tranche of gold just sitting there not being used. Now, what I could imagine is them taking that gold and trading it in for someone else's dollars in order, like a currency swap, bilateral, here, here. And, and this stuff gets convoluted, uh, uh, watered down the more people get involved in it, and we don't know where the money 
money's coming from, who it's coming from. Right. If there's dollars involved, they say they want transactions, but they want it against each other. Potential and and the, the, the media is the problem. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, watch it. The media is the big problem, and the dollar is not the solution. The dollar is the problem as well. Right, right. And on top of that, at the end of the day, we don't know how many units, currency units, have been created by the Federal Reserve in its entire one. 110 year or whatever lifespan so we they, because there'll no, never be an audit so we don't know what they do behind what we, they do off books no we do know how much has been created we do we don't know how much credit we do we know how much has been created we don't know how much credit they've given on that okay okay in the digital form okay okay yeah, fair enough exactly right exactly one ledger to the next ledger just by bank process pushing a button on a key and it comes up on your computer right that's not money transfer <laughs> right that's a promise to pay right but then again <laughs> but then again 36 trillion so watch this i remember you know i think it was the great financial crises you know because they, they had the, they, the records for their transactions with other foreign central banks was sealed for 10 years and i remember they released it 2019-18 somebody going there reading the fine print of as to how much they lent other central banks and it was in the very high trillions of which it was off, but it was off balance book activity that I don't even know if we even they even paid back, paid it back yet, or if it's like a loan or, or hand me out or give me something. But it was trillions that they gave to several central banks around the world as a result of the great financial crisis, so it didn't impact them. So I don't know if that's ever paid back, or or if they even need no. to. No, it, 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 it won't be paid back, and it hasn't been paid back. They just put it on the books, and it just goes on the books. Right. The one thing that you can bet that the Federal Reserve is doing is taking care of the bankers. Mm -hmm. So if the Fed is taking care of the bankers and the bankers are taking care of the bankers, how is a bank going to fail? Uh, it won't fail. I, I, I don't. So I think my, my so I think the the total number of banks will definitely be diminished as we witness the contraction of the banking into the hands of a small few. You're going to have the GCIBs, the seven or eight banks in this country will be the last remaining head honchos, all your community banks, retail banks, the smaller banks, they're going to be somehow swallowed up or go out of business or whatever. So the regional banks, the credit unions, all those banks are the ones that are in trouble because they're not close to the spigot. Like they don't get a chance to call Jerome and sit down and meet with him directly. Like it's like Jamie Diamond and all those other people can. So it's going to be power transferred to a very small few. And those banks will control predominantly all of people's finances on top of whatever else they throw away. So I don't think the bank's going nowhere. It's just going to be banking re redone. Mm -hmm. Don't you think we could afford to lose a few? We can afford to lose. Quite a few. I mean, we can't Quite afford. I mean, it is it a suck to lose thirty nine thousand, you know, nine hundred and ninety three, <laughs> or whatever the number is. Meaning that we just got eight online. left. Everything's done online. Everything's done online. What do you need a bank for? Everything's done online. And that's the point. We don't need banks, but. Online getting access to cash because the ATMs are going to disappear as well. Therefore, everything will be solely digital and that plays right along with the cashless side society down the line that they'll eventually use because of the convenience of people don't use cash no more, which they don't. So it'd be tap and pay, swipe your fingers, use your thumbnail, use some blood, you know what I'm saying? That type of stuff it, 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 right. in the future. You can't get rid of cash though. You can't, you, you can't, you can't. Believe me, they're gonna find a way, dog. They'll always find a way. <laughs> they're gonna use they're gonna use money. They're gonna use appreciate you, man. Have a go. <laughs>
Same here. Yeah, the criminals gonna find a way to do what they gotta do. Believe me, and I, I never worry about the criminals getting their hustle on. They gonna find a way. Uh, Vince, appreciate your man says. I heard if the U.S. revalues gold, we will be out of debt since we're hiding so much gold from the public knowledge. The revalue price will be twenty k. Um, I don't think the U.S. want to revalue gold. It's, gold is not in the U.S.'s equation. They don't want to even talk about gold. Ain't no gold in Fort Knox. The U.S. is not going back to gold because that'll hold them accountable. to put them in handcuffs. And they don't want that. So what they want to do is make sure the public don't find out how important gold is and how it can help protect and preserve a little bit in the short term. But they want us to go digital. And so I would imagine at the end of the day, the bankers, the Wall Street bankers, the GCFs, the Rothschilds, the higher ups, they're more than excited that people are running into cryptocurrencies. They are beyond ecstatic that people believe that going digital and being on a publicly visible blockchain is the way to freedom. Like, I would love that if I was a gangster because I can see everything they do. And you better believe the government is working hand over fist with chain analysis, all the blockchain analytical companies to make sure they know the finest detail of your transaction. So they want us to go digital, which it can be good beneficially in the short term. But then at the end, people are going to find out down the line it was a booby trap. But get in, get it, get it while you can. <laughs> get it while you can. But Vince, yeah, I get your point, though. But I don't think they're going to revalue gold. I think the East would throw some throw a wrench in the plans of the West by bringing gold back into the table and letting the price of gold shine light on the rest of the world as to the fraudulent nature of all the products that have been financialized and fiat currencies that have been completely ransacking humanity. But I get your drift. But once again, a lot of people would love to see 20,000 gold because that means silver is probably, you know, 400, 500. All right, let me get you on here. Uh, ah, missing calls. Give me one second. I'll see you on here, but I got, uh, it's hard to get. I can't swipe out. Shoot. Uh, there we go. Hello, Carlos. Where are you calling from? Hey, what's going on, Mike? This is Jimmy from Baltimore. Jimmy, what's going on, my friend? Um, so first, uh, it's a, it's a, uh, YouTube page I want you and some of the callers to check out. Mm -hmm. Like, please check it out. It's uh, called Infinite Waters, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's a guy by the name of Ralph Smart. He did some 2024 predictions. Mm -hmm. um, I think you'll find it interesting. And he also did 2023. Well, he did the predictions before the, uh, the pandemic situation, right? Mm -hmm. um, so just, just check it out. Infinite uh, Waters Diving Deep? Yeah, yeah, but well, I'm gonna tell you what comes to my mind, and it's like I tried to call in twice, it wouldn't work. Mm -hmm. I heard your voice and hung up, felt like it just wasn't the right time. But anyway, um, my my spirit is real heavy, man. Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, like, um, you know, it. They say that it comes like a thief in the night, right? Mm -hmm. Also, it talks about a lot of false teachers, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm into like the the investment game, right? Like earn your leisure, mm -hmm. Wall Street trap, uh, yeah. you know, all these different guys. And not to talk bad about these brothers. However, like what if these are some of the false teachers, mm. right? Like what if we are really being distracted? You know, it's like, I, I'm, I'm only 35. I've been here my whole life. Like we live in the end times. We live in the end time. Mm -hmm. But like, like, look, right? Like it's like something going on. Like we got Elon Musk with the Neuralink. Like, 
like something is you know what I mean like mm-hmm. like the, the price of stuff is just going crazy like people can't afford stuff like you got artificial it's, you know it's just so much but it's just like are we really paying attention mm-hmm. to what's going on and I think a lot of people not and I think it's actually going to come like a thief in the night and mm-hmm. I think it's right here right you know what I'm saying yeah. like, and like I said like you know it I mean, it could just be another thing that we listen to on the internet. Everybody's saying, this is the time, this is the time. Mm-hmm. And we go another year over and over. Yeah. But some of the stuff that that brother said, like, I can feel it in my spirit. And it's like, I'm at a place in my life where I'm just, I'm, I'm, I feel like, I think I said this before, I'll, I, everybody's job is to know thyself, mm-hmm. to master thyself, right? Mm-hmm. We look at, everywhere but what's inside of us god telling you something god mm-hmm. telling me something and i gotta listen to that yeah so i'm preparing the best way i can for real because at the end of the day my opinion like i'm in all the investments that everybody else in but guess what <laughs> the only investment that really matters is my soul brother yeah a hundred percent, man. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. So I'm, I'm gonna definitely check my man out and see what he got to say. I'm not familiar with him, but I'll check it out, and I know that's how you learn. So I appreciate you for calling me and sharing that. Yes, sir. Be good. good yeah. Um, man, that's that's real. That's real. That's real. That's real. And I talked about that earlier in the video about how it's good to say throughout the last several hundred years, maybe even longer, there was always events of people who are spiritual in nature and in tune with, you know. Bible prophecy could have said that the end time was at that moment based upon what they were seeing. But here we are, 2023, and the world is still going on. But at some point, it will come to an end. But then again, your end time could be any moment. Just, you know, people dropping faster now than they have in quite some time due to a variety of things. So your end time could be tonight when you lay your head on your pillow. Make sure your soul is right. Make sure you, you make sure that you are spiritually connected to your creator i.e. born again just in case because you don't play games with just eternity man you don't want to play games with eternity forgive me forgive me so give me some calls man i promise try to get to many as i can yeah i wish i had a better way of whatever <laughs> um call saying we're distracted 100 man 100 percent. there's so much going on it's hard to really stay focused and stay centered and like so you know you know it's just it's keeping your mind on the primary focal point of our existence, which is the father, the heavenly father. Like I struggle myself being a believer, like every day bombarded with responsibilities, the cares of this world, you name it, and still trying to stay centered and knowing what my future is. And that's why that little series of videos that I'm coming up with focusing on time, really taking advantage of the time, man, because any minute could be your last. You never know. All right. Uh, hello, caller. What's your name? Are you calling from? spoke a couple of times man i wanted to just clear the head man i'm always on your stream i'm checking out the articles you got from your foreign countries and about foreign affairs and i just wanted to let you know man in my it's not about whether or not the bible is real or whether or not people are paying attention i think it's more so about the facts that we already know are here this new age this new world order is not just about controlling the people man Mm -hmm. it's about preventing certain things from happening. Like, for example, we've seen 9-11, how people's privacy was changed, man. And I think this new stuff is preventing fraud. We see these scammers 
they're basically cloning cars, they're cloning checks, they're cloning everything, mm-hmm. and they're fucking the system up. I don't think they care about the dollars. Right. They care about the people who are getting over and, and getting away with it, man. And and I think this new stuff that they got going on now mm-hmm. with this, uh, as you see with the COVID passport, I just spent some time at the precinct for <laughs> yeah. uh, matters I don't want to speak on, but yeah, yeah. you know, this new stuff is going to connect all the information. So basically, you see how they have the COVID passport, right? Mm-hmm. They could tell whether or not you had the vaccine. So now, instead of just having an ID or medical record, the new uh, the new mark is going to be marking you all your records in one thing. So it's not going to just be criminal where you got an eye scan and a fingerprint and a, and a, and a, uh, a record. It's going to be criminal, education, medical, financial. It's going to be all in one. Mm-hmm. And what these guys got to realize, right, is it's not about just, oh, what if the Bible is real or, oh, who's not paying attention? Because mm-hmm. what's going to happen is, uh, is some of the truth what he said, the, the end times are already here. Mm-hmm. But the final destination, the final meme is going to come just as the, as the pandemic did. Mm-hmm. You know, we see some of the pandemic, we see some of the the, the ins and outs that there was documents back to 2016, 2015. Yeah. And 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 what's that word when when they come up patent? Like we see the patent with yeah. Bill Gates when he had the patent 060606. Yeah. So basically mine uh cryptocurrency with your body activity and this is something that I also wanted to speak about. Mm-hmm. With uh, how we've seen people stay at home when the pandemic happened, mm-hmm. they had to stay at home and work. That was a preparation for us all being plugged into the Matrix. Mm-hmm. This AI stuff is not a joke. I don't know if you've seen the movie The Matrix. Oh yeah. But when that movie came out, man, I watched it every time because I knew there was truth to it. What I honestly think is, I think once we're all chips, there's going to be a big metaverse, right? Mm-hmm. In which they don't want humans to be outside because it's too much. Like I said, there's too much, too much uh, criminals out here, man. What they're going to do is they're going to say, you know what? Anybody's outside is a terrorist. And if you're not plugged into the metaverse, mm. finding this Bitcoin, this, this, this currency we control. Right. Because they don't want guys to get away and do stuff behind the back, under the table. Right. If you're not mining this Bitcoin on, on the matrix, plugged into the computer 24-7, now I'm saying being tracked. Yeah. Then you're gonna be a terrorist because now what people are realizing, like you said earlier, they waking up. You know, we got you guys like you, uh, super cool guys. You know, these guys are mentioning dudes on YouTube, but I think you deserve the prop Appreciate and you. the credit. I'll give you a flowers too, man. I, I check in, I got notifications turned on, I'm subscribed, all that. This Appreciate you, man. Listen, man, when you show the articles on foreign affairs, it it makes me realize, you know, it's not all about you know getting fly, you know, spending my hard-earned dollar on clothes and this. You know, this is a global world, man. I don't know if these guys in the, in the stream got their passports, but, you know, you go out of town, man, you realize, like, the dollar goes a long way. And, mm-hmm. and what these fools got to, gotta like, get through their head is that the time is ticking, man. Uh, like, like your channel literally is a, a, a prophecy in the making. Rethink the dollar is mm-hmm. something I always come to so that I can rethink the dollar. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and on, that note, on that note, man, I just want to. Uh, give you a props, man. Appreciate you, man. You, I love the stream, man. Thank you, my man. Appreciate you for calling. Thanks for your insights. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Good stuff. A lot of insight there, man. Um, so speaking of like the, so we have the mainstream narrative of what's being done 
what's being sold to us via the distractions, diversion tax I talk about. But behind that, the infrastructure for the world order that they're trying to work towards, and I talk about that within my tomorrow time frame, the next one to 10 plus years, the things that must occur, it's not like I want them to occur, but we have a time frame to get to the final outcome, which I mentioned in our video earlier. And so these is this is one of the events that we're going to hear more about carbon passports. So more people are talking about it now, restricting your travel based upon what you earn or what you are allotted annually. So say, for example, you get 100 carbon credits each time you get on an airplane, you use 10 of them. That's 10 trips per year. If you want to get more, you have to buy somebody else's or if you use up all yours, you're done. You can't get on an airplane. That stuff is sick, twisted, don't make sense, but they found a way to turn travel into a leisure opportunity and turn it into a financial product in the form of a carbon passport that will go inside of a wallet along with your social credit score, your, your, your currents. I mean, they're going to put every aspect of your life. They're trying to condense every aspect of your life down to an app, which is on their database that they can see, control everything you do in real time. That's where we're heading. And think about this, that, that app, the app I'm referring to of what they would love to get everybody to. And the app that I'm referring to is already being tested in a pretty big way in Ukraine. So I've talked about that before. Ukraine has an app with everything in it. And so citizens of Ukraine are using that app. Not everything is in there yet, but it, it, everything that they need is in that app thus far. Point in case is they're trying to, so Ukraine is a test bed for that app that contains all your medical, your financial, da, 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 whatever, all the way down. Pretty soon, the carbon passport will be in there for them. So imagine that app that has your life. That it's not about us. We're going to resist. Our kids' kids will accept it because that's all they'll know. Those kids will be susceptible to have that app, and that app will be their identification. That's all they're going to know. You fast forward 10, how many ever years, it'll be easy to take that same app that'll be on a phone that they'll have in their hand, that AI phone that you can just put in your hand now. So it'll be easy to take that app, and as the app evolves, to put it on your skin in the form of a mark. So literally, that mark on your forehead or on your hand or whatever that mark might be, recommended at that time it'll be at that time bible knowledge will be very limited because by that time the bible will be outlawed so people won't know what the scripture says about the mark of the beast because they can't have people on the corners preaching the mark of the beast and then you got people talking about you know get this you know saying get this you know tattoo tight on your body because they're going to sell it they're going to sell it and make it very enticing for people to put it on their body then at that point that app will have evolved from the paper passport to an app to uh, some type of intermediary device that you can carry, see, whatever. Then the last round will be your skin, i.e. some mark of the beast halfway through the tribulation time frame, And then that's how this will go. And it's quite easy to see that the, how it'll evolve. And it's in our future. It's, it, it's, it's guaranteed. It's, it's guaranteed. <laughs> not in that order, not of those chain of events. But at the end of all this, it's guaranteed because your body at that point will become currency. Once you put that mark in your body, that is your currency. So that's just me ranting, man. But I, I ran it on this earlier in that video because it's so obvious to see. Like, it don't take, you know, a genius to really see that, in my opinion. So I'm like, I really, I, so talking about this is, is, is fun because to me, I consider it truth and it's, it's in front of us. So anyway, but 
man, about going an hour, man. I appreciate everybody, man. I don't want to keep y'all any longer. It's late. Um, but anyway, um, I'll hold some calls. I appreciate the calls. I, I, you know, if I did less rant and get more calls in, we'll do that. So tomorrow at noon, Mike and Mario, if you're available, tune in. I'm going to try to, you know, do the face to face so you guys can call in and, you know, show your face and connect and ask questions. So if we can get that done, that'd be fun. But with that being the case, people, that's all she wrote for tonight. Be blessed, be safe, and I will see you guys tomorrow, hopefully at noon, for the Mike and Mario show. Shalom.